Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January 25th. Andy, how are we doing? Tuesday. Rare Tuesday episode. NFL's throwing us off. Farmers insurance open. I don't know. That they they weren't gonna they didn't have time to worry about the JB Holmes conundrum. They didn't want to risk it. They didn't want to chance it. I don't think there was even time given the the uh, West Coast to East Coast differences, but they didn't even allow J.B. Holmes to get involved in the AFC Championship game, uh, much to our chagrin, which would have been just delightful. People waiting for chiefs Bengals. I think that's the first game. And there's J.B. wondering whether he should lay up, carry it, uh, try to hit it into the green on 18. That would have been awesome. He's sta- standing on the 18th tee, wondering what club to pull, even though it's a driver all day, <laughs> every day. He's standing there. Wondering, you know, much to the announcer's chagrin, you know. We got to get to Kansas City. Mahomes is taking the field, but oh, wait, we, we got work here. Hold, uh, JB needs to get up and down to force the playoff. That would have been awesome. Um, but yeah, we're, we're coming to you a day earlier, giving the uh, Wednesday start on the PGA Tour. It's a Wednesday to Saturday finish, if you haven't heard uh, listen, by now. Listen, we, we got to make sure we get people what they need most from this podcast. What's that? The picks, fantasy picks. You know, this is the number one fantasy pick podcast out there. That's what people come here for. And we wanted to make sure we got them to, pe- to the people before Wednesday's tea times. You know, who make you sure like everybody the, uh... had ample time to digest who you were going with this week. In the $6,000 range, you know, I really like the uh, Scott Stallings. You know, he's played well at Farmers Insurance Open. And, uh, I don't know I, if you heard, but he's he's a workout workout-aholic. <laughs> so it might fare well in, in the thick rough at Torrey Pines. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why we got to get it up. The picks are moot if we post it, you know, only an hour or two before, before tee-off. So we are adjusted here. We're coming to you live on Tuesday. Not live. Recorded on Tuesday. The opposite of live. Um, let's get to it. I had uh, a, I had a, you know, everybody's saying the NFL is the reason that they're moving yeah. off Sunday. Yeah, I, I kind of think there might be more to to moving off Tor, uh, Tory Pine Sunday uh, for the Farmers because the last two years have been just not Sundays. You had you had Kobe, and then oh. you had Reedgate last year <laughs> where it wasn't even about the golf. It started with it with a twenty minute monologue with the announcers talking about what happened the day before. You know, to get so out from you know, under a dark cloud. Of, of, exactly, that Sunday's cloud. been a little bit cursed for the PGA Tour, where you know what happened in the tournament has kind of taken a back seat. So, like, I mean, I, people are going to put like a good face on this, like this is cool, and it, it might be for the consumers, for us, like, hey, we like a Wednesday to Saturday, it's something different. Like, 
If the PGA Tour had its choice, if the Farmers Insurance had its choice, if the if the players had their choice, this would be a Thursday to Sunday event. This wasn't like they're trying to experiment. The the NFL put their thumb on the scale. They said, we run this town and everybody else has had to adjust. I think it's been a nightmare, more than a nightmare than people are letting on in terms of television, event organizing. It, the extra week in the NFL is what's done this to everything, right? It's like college basketball, like weekend, Sunday games. Um, like, and everybody's just trying to fit and work around the NFL. It's not like this is like a cool thing yeah. done by choice. And, and also, like, I always go back and think about what Mike Wan said about, like, non-traditional finishes. Yeah. Um. It with it, you know, when he was at the LPGA with the potential, like you know, everybody's always like, "Oh, you should do." He's like, "No matter what, Saturday and Sunday are bigger than any weekdays, and right. Saturday and Sunday on network TV makes the biggest difference for our ratings than anything else." So missing out on Saturday on Sunday is a big deal. But that being said, like we're gonna get Friday night on on CBS. That's pretty cool. You know, right. it's, it's cool five to five to eight p.m. It's going to be like great for like, you know, people. Um, <laughs> Twitter, you know, as opposed golf, to like Twitter a, podcasts yeah. like us. It's like it's a cool novelty. It's something changed from it's, the doldrums of week to week stuff, right? the The other thing this start did was it reduced the ability for anybody that was even thinking about coming back from Abu Dhabi to play sure. the farmers, and instead made it like a no brainer to go go to Dubai. You know, right. whether it be like Colin Morikawa or something like that, like who's out there Hoplin. like this just was. Yeah. And, and it is a quick turnaround. I think like probably you got some guys that maybe would have thought about playing Sony, uh, you know, Amex. And then yeah. that like they they dropped one of them. Right. So I think it's a, a net loss. One thing that I think just overarching this week is a cool week for golf. Like this is kind of always like the, the kickoff of like everybody's playing, right? right? We got nine of the top 10 in the world playing between the two tournaments. Yeah. And it just got me thinking like, now this is the top 10, not in the FedEx cup. I, I, I clarify <laughs> top 10 in the, the fake, world rankings. The fake OWGR. <laughs> yes. The, 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 fake, um, the lesser so, stature. Right. The, uh, <laughs> I just derailed my whole point here, but what? You but got, anyways, everybody like shows up. Usually, everybody shows up. But like, how cool would it be if like this was more of a a realistic thing? Like, this is like a one one once to ten times a year that we get nine of the top ten. It's like this, the WGCs, Riv, the Riv, Riv, and and uh, that's about it. Like right. you know, it's maybe so. I mean, this is where when we talk about. Uh, you know the other types of leagues and what they bring to the table. The, the other thing about this week is they aren't all playing in the same tournament, so it's just it just kind of stay. It's awesome that everybody's playing. That you know, as a golf fan, you get to see everybody this week. But they're spread across two tournaments, and it just it should happen more. Like this should be all the time. I it got me thinking about um, you know, Mahomes and and Josh Allen on Sunday. Um, how cool it was. You know, one of the things I was thinking about was like the occasional time, once every couple years, we get one of these awesome duels and how amazing it is. Right. Um, and one of the reasons we don't get them very often is that nobody, not, not everybody plays very often. 
this is the value proposition of whatever these disruptor leagues, right? We mm-hmm. will force these guys to all be in the same place at the same time, right? Yes. Um, so that's uh, that's one of the things that I just you know if if every time we fired up the mic to talk about whatever the PGA Tour or the dominance golf league was, if all these guys were playing, it would be really awesome. But it's rarely the case. Yeah, I think I think the other thing you were talking about the scheduling and how guys added, dropped it, precluded the Abu Dhabi boys from coming. Maybe the extra day allowed the Saudi cohort, you know, to like, hey, I got an extra day to get over to Saudi Arabia because this ends on Saturday, right? I mean, maybe that's that also mm-hmm. added to the appeal for some some of the guys who didn't start in uh, whatever it was uh, Abu Dhabi last week. So. You think that was DJ's uh, big selling point for him getting over there? Hey, I got a yeah. I got an extra day to travel. Uh, great story uh, from the road. I, I can't reveal my source, but someone saw. I think I can tell this. Who cares? Someone saw DJ going to Starbucks this morning, and you need a mask in uh, California, I guess. And he just did the sweatshirt over the mouth thing, which is just super on brand. He didn't have his mask. He's like, oh, I don't know. And just pulls his sweatshirt up over his face, walking into Starbucks. I guess he was with Joey D, who we don't see enough of Joey D anymore. But that amused me. I think it was on brand. Just, just seeing DJ, is like, oh, forgot my mask. Just pulls his sweatshirt, a sweatshirt up over over the face. But I Listen, appreciate I, I, I feel like I'm pretty diligent with my mask. I very rarely forget my mask. But there have been a few times in the last couple of years where I have and I've needed to do the sweatshirt over to like yeah. it's and it's just a mere like I'm walking in to grab something walking out move, right. you know, right. Um, right. and I hope he did the order ahead because then, you know, yeah, I just thought it was very on brand for DJ. I was like, huh, I'll just pull this up. It's like, what's this putter? It's like, I don't know, it's a putter. Like, it's just, what's the name? It just, you know, does whatever's in front of him. So, all right, let's get to it. We've, we've already alluded to at length the schedule for the week. We'll start with the PGA Tour Farmers Insurance Open. It's Wednesday to Saturday at Torrey Pines Golf Club or Golf Course, north and south, both north and south for the first two rounds. The South Course, we'll see. I'm, I'm, will we get a preemptive preferred lies for just because so they can make it equitable? Because it might rain on Thursday, and, and you got to spread it out. We'll see if we get that. I can't wait. Um, South. I course, guess uh, allegedly it has not rained there for weeks. It should be firm, but we'll see who's got their thumb on the scale. We always get the marine layer, right? There's always a delay. Well, we're another 15 minutes, another 20 minutes. That's an annual tradition. South course, par 72, 7,600 yards. North course, par 72, 7,300 yards. The purse, I don't think our guy did uh, the schedule this week. He would have put in some Reese. He didn't provide the designer. He or she. He or she. Purse is 8.4 million, 1.52 to the winner. Defending champ is Patrick Reed, the embedded ball boy. Uh, notables in the field, Bryson DeChambeau, Ricky Fowler. What? I guess Ricky is notable, sure. Billy Horschel, DJ, Brooks, Hideki, Phil, Rom, Reed, Shoffley, and JT, among others. You talked about nine of the he top ten. I think Spieth's playing too, right? Yeah, I guess he didn't, didn't make, even it. make it. <laughs> Ricky Jeez. made it. Who's doing these notables? Ricky, <laughs> Phil. Well, this is, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Notable uh, since you, I guess they're notable because you're probably going to have to catch them on, on Thursday or Friday if you want to see any <laughs> yeah. of their, their shots. So TV times, you alluded to this as well. 
Wednesday, we're going noon to four on Golf Channel. It seems a little early to end. Noon to What's four. going on at night? What is that? I'm confused. Thursday, three to seven. Friday, three to five and five to, on Golf Channel. Five to eight on CBS. You talked about five to eight Friday night. Saturday, 2.30 to 4.30 and 4.30 to 8 p.m. 8 p.m. finish on CBS Saturday night. Uh, I mean, do you want to talk about Toy Pines for 20 minutes? No. Uh, I'm, let me just say this. <laughs> I'm so thankful for Tory being a one-week thing again um, this year. Not Listen, having a major? <laughs> it's a major championship course. It's, it's fine for, for a PGA Tour event. <laughs> Whatever. It's got some great views. It gets a lot of good players out here. But thank God it's just one week this year. I can't, can't take two weeks of it. Featured groups. Featured groups, as I can tell. Rom, DJ, JT. Reed, Phil, Leash. Hideki, Day, Neiman. I wonder if Trevor Elman called that one in. Although Jason Day would poison the well. Doesn't he hate the President's Cup? Never shows up. Poison the well with Neiman and Hideki. Um, While we're talking about Jason Day, I got an anonymous tip. Friend of the program. You know, good, yeah. good golf mind. Yeah. Good player in his own right. <laughs> he he's been touting Jason Day. He's saying he's hearing rumblings oh, that on. this could be a big year from Jason Day. Until he so sleeps on I the think wrong this pillow, is be... or the fabric softener is used to I just, wrong. I'm just being a, a a throughput of information. You know, okay. people intimate with the Jason Day situation have been telling him that it could is be it a ben big Everell? year. No, no, no. This is it not Aussie? This is, a, this is I would All say right. this is a reliable okay. reliable uh, source of information. Not that Ben and isn't. I think He's this, just very pro-Jason Day. All right, go ahead. This is a bellwether here, I think, because he always plays well at Torrey. And obviously, yeah. he also plays well at Pebble. But, but this is, you know, he made the cut last week. It, it, this could be a real bellwether as to what we get out of Jason Day. I can't so, wait till Friday I'm, night. I'm He's taking Jason Day this week. Oh my God, you're taking Day. Yeah, I just I I think this is a good chance to buy buy low on him. You know, yeah, that's I, fair. I, I that's fair. Need to, need to, you know, this is this is what people come here for. So you're putting all this you know, your faith think, in this tipster. You know, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm putting faith in the tipster. Yeah, he's going to be rolling around on the ground come Friday night. You're going to feel scorned. Spurn. He'll he'll be, able, he'll be in the final group for Saturday and won't be able to make his tea time because he's he's like, Oi, it's a Saturday finish. <laughs> um all right, you're going with one Aussie. While we're on this, I know people want these one and done picks at the top. They come here for this this tips. <laughs> I'm going with the other Aussie. Guy's gonna play station to station, work it around the infield, go the other Spanning way. With it the, around. Yes. Mark big ballpark Leishman. though <laughs> well he's just always succeeded here big ballpark you can find a lot of dead spots <laughs> your average on balls and play hole. lots yeah. of holes yes that bapip that average on balls and play you can find the hole and uh that's going with mark leishman he's one here he's like top tended a bunch runnered up uh, I'm going with Mark Leishman. So we're the uh, what, what you're saying is Tori's a sinker ball pitcher, <laughs> and he's just ideal for it. He gets the ball in play, makes contact. 
you know, isn't trying to do more than more than he, uh, than he can. It's only there's only nine field, eight guys in the field, and you got a lot of room to put it out there, you know. So uh, I, I while we're on the subject of this, I found this interesting. It may just be a coincidence. Uh, Justin Ray tweet often interesting tweets and nuggets. Um, since 2000, the average driving accuracy rank for the winner of the Farmers is just 36 and a half. Second lowest of any tour course in that span behind only Riviera, 37 and a half. Now, those two courses, it wouldn't seem to have a lot in common other than that stat, right? Um, yeah. I, Riviera, notoriously like, you know, uh, the lawn and you, it's like people talk about how it's this classic course, you got to find the fairway and stuff. And, and Bubba, you know, notoriously succeeds there by just hammering it out into the Kikuya rough or wherever it lands, you know? Um does that say anything to you? Does that provide any insight other than it's just a driving accuracy quirk statistic? I, you know, I don't, I, I haven't thought about it that much. I think Tori, yeah. I think it could be like two different things, right? Like Riv is really, I think it's, you got to be in the right positions more so like the right sides. Yeah. Kind of like a la Wingfoot. And by the way, driving accuracy is, you know, not necessarily a, a perfect stat, right? That, mm-hmm. that gives you a ton of insight automatically. But okay, go ahead. So where like they have hazards that open one side of the green up, right? And yep. there's preferred spots to be. Um, whereas like Tory's like very monotonous in terms of the bunkering. Like you got right and left, right and left, right <clears throat> and left, right and left. Yeah. Um, pretty much every hole. Yeah. And I think like where the rough it's more about hitting the ball far into the rough and just hacking it up there at Tory more so than you know at Riv but hey i could be wrong i think like uh Riv also traditionally has really short rough it's uh right. it's something right. interesting i i i don't really you know i like would you can I play out know. of it like and the other thing is like think about the 10th hole at riv like people try and miss the fairway they try and hit it all the way over to left sure. pin high yeah. you know it's not yeah. like uh so Good it's point. like there there's a hole out there where you're not even trying to hit the fairway um <clears throat> mm-hmm. and you think about like i don't know so it's interesting it, yeah it is quite quite compelling you speak of hazards i just got to give a shout out to my favorite hazard on tour the impotent little pond the impotent little puddle the bathtub at 18 the, fake pool. Just the most unnatural looking thing it got a lot of publicity during the u.s open but it's just always been my favorite since i've been doing this for 10 years it's just i guess one of the things to watch is the tiger plaque does a player hit the tiger plaque <laughs> i've got to be absolutely one of the things to watch i'm gonna approach to the 18th only on the shotgun start will that be the primary thing to watch will somebody hit the tiger plaque all right uh anything else on tory pines i gave you uh your featured groups let's move on uh one and done leash and day okay uh let's move on with our schedule for hey let's do an ad read real quick for our our merchandise shop the merchandise shop i just got a shipment last night i was at the capitals game i got home uh brought my kids home at like 10 30 and i had my box from uh Shipping and receiving at Why did you do an unboxing video? I should have, I suppose. My <laughs> I feel new, like you let everybody down. Carbon wood, whatever. The carbon wood <laughs> unboxing that everybody's doing. Um, I got a Bratislava sweatshirt. My wife got a crew, Bratislava crew. I got these new dratty lawn sleeves. I'm eager, eager to throw that guy on. It's a good... It's a, it's a very versatile 
piece. I could have worn it to the hockey game last night. Peace. Look at me like I'm in fashion or something. Uh, I could have worn it to the hockey, hockey game. game. I could coach basketball. Shut out. You saw a shut out. Yeah. That the kids were excited about. No goals. Sprung for some good tickets. The Caps came. First time the Caps have been shut out in like 18 months. Zero, zero goals. Had a five on three for two full minutes at our end where we were. Got these great seats. I was like, this is going to be sweet. Didn't score. One nothing. Like, great. But they got ice cream and all that. Somebody from the front office needs to, you know, answer for that. Yeah. Get you, get you some, some better seats and, you know, another Uh, game so you can see the cap score. Hate to see, see the, the boys not get to see a goal. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I did. I should have done an unboxing. I was so eager. I got home late. I was like, I gotta do this. I I was so pumped. Uh, yeah, I got a thick boy, uh, milk beaker sticker and it, little goodies just get thrown in there there's little extras thrown in there by shipping and receiving at fried egg uh so we're gonna do a little special right winter blues is do i have that correct winter blues caps no caps one word space i don't think it matters it's one word we'll play around with it when you're at checkout winter blues 10 percent off winter blues um Gets you 10% off out of the fried egg merchandise shop as well, right? Shotgun yeah, start and everything, fried egg. Everything in there. Proshop.thefriedegg.com. I got a badass rope hat. I'm kind of pumped about that. I, I actually, if I were unaffiliated with this podcast, I would I would buy it and wear it as well. So Really? Right. Even if you didn't know what the podcast was? Yes. Yes. It's a good looking hat. It's high praise. It's a good looking hat. So Winter Blues is a promo code there. Continuing on with our schedule for the week. On the LPGA, we have the GameBridge LPGA at Boca Rio. Unfamiliar with this. Boca Rio GC in Boca Raton, Florida. Again, we don't have uh, designer information on this uh, list of uh, schedule. Par 72, 6,700 yards. The purse is $2 million. Defending champ is Nelly Corda. Of course, this was uh, uh, the GameBridge was at, uh, at Lake Nona last year. Uh, Notables in the field, Nasa Hadaoka, Brooke Henderson, Aria Jutanagarn, Lydia Ko, Jessica Korda, Nelly Korda, MB Park, Yuka Sasso, Patty Tavitanikit, and Lexi Thompson. So everybody's here. Uh, everybody's showing up to play this one. Thursday, we get, this is like uh, lunch golf, brunch golf, whatever you want to call it, liquid lunch golf. Thursday, 1130 to 230. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, eleven. Saturday's 1130 to 230. Sunday, Two to five. So they get that sort of window on Golf Channel that's vacated by uh, the farmers finishing on Saturday. So that's your LPGA event of the week. Any thoughts on that? You, you familiar with Boca Rio GC? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Uh, I mean, no. Yeah, why would you? I, I. This is like an old LPGA take, right? I mean, they just sort of park it in Florida and go to these... Uh, to start the year, underwhelming courses. Uh, and, you know, it, it would be nice to see them on a few. The world's their oyster. And uh, they end up with just pretty much the... Yeah. I just, you know, the venue selection leaves a lot to be desired on the LPGA. They have some good ones, and it's gotten sure. better over the years. But right. uh, on, the, on the flip side, it's just, you know, yep. there's literally they can play anywhere. And they play the the most like depressing, some of the most depressing places. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, on the DP World Tour, <clears throat> formerly the European Tour, we have the Slink 
Slinkio.io, Slinkio, Dubai Desert Classic. Thursday through Sunday at Emirates Golf Club in Dubai. Par 72, 7,300 yards. Purse is 8 million. Defending champ is Paul Casey. Notables, Casey, Fleetwood, Hatton, Hovland, McElroy, Morikawa, Peters, and Westwood. It's kind of disappointing, Notables. They got Westy and Peters, but, you know, George Casillas in the field. Somebody let drop the ball this week. Uh, this is 2.30 to 8 a.m. like it was last week in Abu Dhabi. So, again, coffee, golf, when you wake up, should be done on Sunday. Well, it'll be ahead of the football. They didn't have to worry about that conflict. Uh, this Kat- is a big, big event. Hogards are in it too, so yeah. that's something to kind of watch. Like you know, when we start to, it's never too early to think about Ryder, Ryder Cup, Cup next Ryder Cup. But <laughs> this is I I like my prediction is this is going to be the next Ryder Cup is going to be the Ryder Cup of continental Europe. It's always been dominated by the you know GB and I, and I think this is where that shift to continental Europe is going to be big with the Hogards. Tommy, obviously, yeah, you the got ground. the Belgian waffles. And, uh, you know, then obviously you've got a lot of young talent coming up from Italy and and other places. There seems to be, um, I mean, we don't need to get into a big Ryder Cup discussion, but like legit drama. They're flummoxed by Westy taking his name out. Like just well, no one saw that coming. And they're really Stenson like too. scrambling. Stance, well, Stenson's got, you know, one foot in the King Abdullah Economic City and one foot on the DP tour. Uh and I don't know, Stenson hasn't taken his name out. The Westy thing, like, it, it, I think it's valid. Like, he's played well last year, and he's kind of a top 50 player in the world right now. Does he want to, like, become, start doing all the dog and pony show that a cap requires a cap? Well, that make, could make, be. That or could it's be. The Saudi stuff. <laughs> yeah. it's An both. excuse. A convenient could excuse. Could be both. But they, they seem to be it seems to be wide open i don't know luke donald is being pushed but like does luke want to do an italy one did he want to save it for i don't know something else here's an out of the box idea for them oh god why don't you get bob rock (laughs) it's not a crazy one like why does this it's never gonna happen but it's not we see the best coaches most of the time the best coaches aren't the best players yeah, sure, sure, of course. Like, who's the best coach of the NBA? Well, this is like the broadcast. Who's role. the best coach of the NFL? None of them are are former players. That's what I'll never understand about the broadcaster. The guy in the top chair has to have won a major. That's the most insane. Well, golf, like golf is so stuck twenty years yeah. in the past. It's just like it's just unbelievably embarrassing. Some of the the motifs of the sport. You know, it, with with what the way they think about things, and and you know, obviously having to win a major championship to be the broadcaster is one of the Top most guy, asinine yeah. things in the world. Like yeah. it, you could make an argument that they're the least interesting people because they don't actually say anything because they're friends with everybody and don't want to be. You know, that's what right. made Johnny so good. You know, um, right. but you know, with right. with regards to like you know, Tony Romo never won a Super Bowl. I know right. some people give him shit now because of the stuff he says, but he's Kirk been Herbst pretty good at the booth. Vein. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of a bad, ex- bad run for Kirk in terms of Twitter <laughs> targets. But, like, yeah, he was just kind of an also-ran and made it to the top chair. I don't know. Like, and then you think about, like, the best coaches of the NBA, Eric Spolstra. Like, he didn't play any 
professional basketball. He was like a video assistant. Greg Popovich. Like, well, you know, it's just you go down the list like Bill Paul Belichick. McGinley. Paul McGinley yeah. in this instance, right? Didn't win a major. Didn't like really contend for a major. Had some Ryder Cup glory, but was a tried and true European tour, you know, uh, stalwart or, or loyalist. Uh, so I Robert gotta- Rock gets along <laughs> with everybody. He's a swing, like he's going to be, he's tuned in with like the golf swing. He's going to be able to watch and see who's playing well and understand like what to do with them just because he's like, he's a guy that plays professional golf that isn't strictly wrapped up in his own game. Like one of the things with golf, golfers are, they only think because there's no team, you know, with golf, unless it's this one week a year, one week every two years, there's no team. Everybody's just wrapped up in their own golf game. Right. So put somebody who's used to not being wrapped up in their own swing mechanics and their own what's going on with themselves in the chair. Bob Rock. Bob Rock for 2020. Uh, this is my campaign. My campaign for 2023. And knows the modern swing, right? You get some Hogard, 21-year-old, 23-year-old. Wailing away. I mean, Bob Rock, that's kind of a thing. He's, he's present. I was going to suggest Monty, but we just had Monty talking about how he doesn't know whether guys are hitting on the broadcast, whether they're hitting seven irons, they're actually hitting nine irons. Monty gets back to their glory days, but yeah, Rob Rock would probably Listen, be more. Listen, when, when the boat gets both hitting some, what you want is a rock. Choppy water. Bob Rock. <laughs> that's the slogan, huh? That'll be the campaign. Maybe. All right, so that's the Dubai. I'm putting it out there. Catnip call of the week. An old tried and true one. Dubai looked like this 30 years ago, and now <laughs> it looks like this. I'm going, this has been in the past. I'm not mixing it up. There's no insight. There's no great, you know, lawn shot here. This is like picking, you know, Rom to win the Masters or something like that. Um, but I'm going you with catnip call of the week. forgetting thirst bucket of the week. I know. I know. We need to start making a note of that. But that will be. This is the Dubai skyline in this year, and this is the Dubai skyline now. Okay. Um, continuing on with our schedule for the week, the Corn Ferry Tour, ongoing. The Bahamas Great Abaco Classic. This will be a Wednesday finish on the 26th. This is the, the, the house that Darren Clark built, I guess, the Abaco Club. I don't know if it, that's true, but he seems to be mostly identified with it. Um and what I just had the leaderboard. Alvaro Ortiz, two under, uh, twelve under, has a two-shot lead on Brandon Harkins and Davis Thompson. This will be wholly irrelevant by the time you listen to it. But uh, that's a Tuesday Wednesday finish. You cannot watch it. Abaco, some more. Uh, I don't know. Some more midweek. Your your guy KFD. Tane Lee's in the mix too. Oh yeah, Claremont Mud Scripts. I saw that. Uh, I think in KVV's Aaron Rodgers article, it said Rodgers was recruited to Claremont Mud Scripts. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Right? Would have made Tane Lee the second most famous athlete to come out of that uh, consortium or whatever it is. But uh, dodged a bullet there. Now he's the most famous. Uh, okay. You know what I was, I was thinking about last week just because we had the final group of Lee Hodges and Paul Barjan? Yeah, what about it? Just how absurd it is! How long it takes to get up to to, uh, to the tour, unless you just like strike gold and your and your eight sponsors exemption starts. Sure, Paul Barjan, like He's you know, arguably was ready ready to go after he just utterly dominated and decimated the Canadian tour. You know, right, right. Like and and then you know he had a great year. Same with Lee Hodges. Both of them had great years 
end to end during the super season of the Corn Ferry. It's not surprising to see him get right into the mix on the PGA Tour. And so, like, yeah. one that jumps to mind right here, Davis Thompson. Sure. Right. Utter standout at Georgia. Everybody probably remembers him from Wingfoot. He was in the mix going into the weekend at Wingfoot. Um, obviously, str- stumbled a little bit, but this guy's, this guy's a tour pro. As we were reminded in our year in review, uh, Rock and Mortgage Classic, too. Like one of those earliest starts last yeah. summer. He was immediately like first place right off the bat. Um, and it's a- probably going to be a shame that he has to sit and, and, and just do work down here for the for the remainder of the year and while you know zatch gets 25 starts up on the pga yeah, tour until he gets to the fortinet you know and then he's a member probably maybe hopefully. i saw the telecast saying they expected big things from zatch because zatch was saying he was gonna have big things you think that's gonna be the case this year no I he don't had a top 15 last week is he still pxg I saw yeah. him on the broadcast, and I was just like, I can't do this right now. They talk, they they brought up how his his last four years have been just a little disappointing because of driver accuracy, but didn't mention that they they switched equipment companies four years ago. Speaking of Ryder Cup captains, that's I mean that's going to be oh. him, right? <laughs> Look at that face you just made. Like someone told you you have to do. I can't do. do. I can't do a year. Like think about how much TV time he's gonna get through the year. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a lot. I mean, he's so extra coming on the first tee. Yeah, whatever. Um, oh, he's gonna be doing the pump up all the time. Remember when he came out? Come out of the tunnel at the at Whistler. Yeah, like that's straight. what I'm saying. He's being extra. He's just gonna be just doing. People would too get much. like less interested when he. <laughs> it gets quieter. That was a disappointing first tee. Oh yeah, I think Should we back. talk more about the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Why? Wisconsin fans just don't have the the gumption the DJ, and rowdiness. The DJ was bad. Then the DJ turned off and it got worse. Yeah. There's no energy. Let's do a recap of Friday morning four ball too. Should we go over that? No, you're right. You're right. Um, Westy's that- staring off into the into the Lake Michigan, thinking about yachts. Daniel Berger talking to him about it. Um, while we're talking PXG, I think I saw today that they have a new club, and maybe it's not new. Maybe it's always been this way, and I just never paid attention, called Sugar Daddy. Just so outrageous, almost offensive that they're calling their golf. It's a golf club. They're calling it Sugar Daddy. All right. Uh, moving on. While we're on the subject of midweek finishes, NCAA Southwestern Invitational, that's Monday, Wednesday uh, finish on, it will be on Golf Channel from 4.30 to 7.30. So that's what they're getting out of the way of on Wednesday. They're bumping farmers so we can watch the the Southwestern Invitational at North Ranch Country Club. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah, that's 4.30, yeah, as you listen to this. So that'll be, yeah, 4.30, 7.30 on Tuesday. That's a big time field every year. Yep. You got yep. Georgia, ASU, Pepperdine, UCLA, Texas. UCLA. You got that's that's uh they got three top ten teams. Wake yep. is in it. You got then, you got Fitzy's uh, little brother. Alex Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then one last thing which uh we need to call out and commend in the schedule for the week. The APGA tour will have a nationally televised broadcast. 
on Golf Channel, Sunday, 5 to 7.30 p.m. It's the Farmer's Insurance Invitational. It's Saturday and Sunday on Torrey Pines North and South, and it's on TV Sunday from 5, 30, uh, 5 to 7.30. Uh, I commend Golf Channel for this, commend Farmers, commend Torrey Pines, whoever's involved. Uh, I got a text from our old friend Richard Johnson, former uh, Up All Night, last yesterday alerting me to this. Our guy, up. Dick Johnson. And like... Uh, shout out to Split Zone Duo. That's the football, yeah. great football podcast. Uh, I would recommend you do that. Uh, subscribe to that. Great guy. Just genuinely. Guy. Yeah. Wonderful Twitter follow. Golf you sicko. Know. And uh, he texted me this and I would have seen it on the schedule for the week. I hadn't heard about it yet. Um, this is good stuff. This is great <laughs> stuff. They'll be up against football. They'll be up against those conference championships. But getting this on Golf Channel is a big freaking deal. I yeah, think. and I saw Damon uh, is is uh, doing the broadcast. Oh, act, okay, good. And uh, I can't I can't remember who else, but I saw that yesterday. It's uh, awesome. APGA uh, tour is um, really I think like deserves more pub than it gets, and uh, doing wonderful stuff. I think it's you know that tour has grown really well yeah. over the last few years, yes. and, and I I think I'm I'm really excited to see it continuing to grow, and you know. I think just uh, getting getting more diversity in the sports a really big thing, and uh, you know, giving you know, getting more playing opportunities and more pub, pub. That's the thing. The best way to lessen the big leap of you know when you go from one level of golf to the next level of golf is to make that you know the the level the other levels of golf more like the level you're going to. Right. I think yep. this is why we're seeing younger kids play better on the tour than ever before is because college golf is televised more than ever before. And they've been more in the spotlight than, than they had before. So it's not as big of an adjustment. And I think that's a big thing here, like getting on TV that that helps so much when you move on and you get to play on TV the next time. Right. It's like the same thing that people go through when they play in a club championship at their local club and there are people watching, you know, that first time there's going to be jitter, but then the next time they're going to be, you know, you know, exponentially more comfortable in that environment. Also, and as much as many qualms as we may have about it, playing a PGA Tour setup like the day after and mm -hmm. day of on North, South, Saturday and Sunday. I mean, that's that's, you know, you're not playing some, you know, pitch and putt or it's that's another opportunity to play a PGA Tour test. And visibility matters here as well. So, congrats, uh, you know, good on Golf Channel and APGA for pulling that together. All right, news. Uh, this would only qualify as news here, but Dylan Fratelli, he of the Frugalites, Frugal Fratelli is playing. This is a Jonathan Wall article. We got sent to us in several instances. A $4,000 Callaway prototype wedge. Now, it's $4,000 apparently because Roger Cleveland told me it's handmade, not me. This is Fratelli speaking. Told Fratelli it's handmade. I think they now have a CAD file so they can print it in the future. But frugal can, can I Fratelli. Read my favorite quote yes. from the article. Please, please let it go. There, there's more. Fratelli, but wait, there's more. Fratelli said, because the head is extra hardy, I see myself going through maybe two sandwiches every year. It used to be three or four with the old sandwiches. I'm all about efficiencies. Well, yeah, you are. The less materials I use, the better. Oh, we know, Dylan. We know. Frugal Fratelli just... That's the quote The quote of Frugal Fratelli. That it's it illustrative. Just, you know, it's very illustrative. So, 
Yeah. Some nicknames just just create themselves. And uh, there's the quote. There's the topper. I uh, you know you can apply this to all walks of life with with uh, with Dylan Fratelli. I I it just brings so much to life about him. One man's f- word for efficiency is another man's, you know, euphemism for cheapskate. But yeah, no, I, hey, I mean, in this instance, he's playing. A f- I mean, he. So, I don't look, think the $4,000 came out of his pocket. I think they just gave it to him to play. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's somewhat interesting. He's goes like the reason this this wedge had to be handmade made is he wanted it to match his like stock clubs so the clubs that he's using from yeah. you know uh three iron or whatever it is through pitching wedge he he got the gap wedge and he liked it he saw that like his distance control was better because it matched you know all of, all of his other clubs so then he said i want the sandwich and they didn't make that in that stock you know like yeah whatever apex he's a callaway guy right yes yes apex whatever you know speed rad Rogue. speed rogue you know, killer stealth super speed, stealth yeah you know whatever Rats, it is yeah yeah sugar daddy whatever sugar daddy four pxg batman whatever it is um all right so yeah efficiencies all right god Virgil. there's just not been very much news it's all quiet we'll get something we'll get something maybe patrick reed's involved this week I know this just hasn't been much going on. The golf it's content like content gods will deliver. They always but will. we need something. It's been it's been three weeks of of pretty much nothing. Need a burr in Sergio's saddle. Let's start destroying green somewhere. Things like that. So big text. All right, that does it for this uh, Tuesday edition of the Shotgun Start. Do we'll we need be- to do like a dance for the content gods? We could. Could say sacrifice something yeah, or something. Say a prayer or, yeah, yeah. The con- I think we're fine. I'm not worried about it at all. What well, they always deliver. They always deliver. Now it just starts to heat up. We'll be okay. I just, I just, I just opened Twitter. Saw a DJ tweet. D- Justin Gu- Johnson or DJ yeah, Byhoski? D- Justin right. Johnson. Yeah. Guess what it is. Ready to go. Tea time at 10:30 tomorrow with JT and whoever else. Excited. What what a great day at Tory Pines. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Wow. With a with a with a with the ocean in the background and his follow through. I loved Will Knights' tweet about a pit play would be showing the the office park as background as opposed to another ocean shot, right? So, Heel turn. Yeah. You know, great photographer. The key to great photography. Is to take pictures from angles that people aren't used to seeing, in my opinion, with golf golf photography. So if you're taking pictures for Pip, you know, if you're if you're a tour player working on your social media, don't take the same picture everybody else is. It's just, you know, yeah. find something new. I mean, I'll be honest, the image that's seared in my brain from last year's US Open. Was Rom like playing up against some industrial park wall that we thought was OB and not? I was like, what is this place? Where are we? It's like we dropped in like video game, like Twisted Metal throwback to original PlayStation. Like, what is this like industrial wall that we're up against? That was like that. I'll never forget that. And like, how is he not OB or how is he not, you know, taking a penalty? 
but yeah, because that was a different angle we hadn't seen. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, all so, right. So I mean, I will say I preface this: this is with like things that people are used to seeing. So like build, like if, same thing would apply to buildings. Like if you're taking a picture of of uh, the Sears Tower in Chicago, try and find a different you know angle than just the the stock you know shot straight on shot. Right, that's what's interesting. Um, same with golf courses, right? Little photography yep. tips. Great. That happened at uh, Catnip. That happened at Augusta in November, right? We got the angles we want to see, and we got a yes. side of uh, 12, right? The depth of 12 from, like, probably coming from, like, 13th. And it it's why we always love those, like, low shots where you have a huge false front and, and a player walking up. is It's just a perspective unless you're on the ground and, and in that exact spot you wouldn't see, right? It, from yep. those stock, you know, all the camera angles are pretty much the same year to year, right? right? So that's where it, it, it's, and that's where like a lot of times the best shots on telecasts are, are given by those ground uh, cameramen that are just hauling ass around the yep. golf course um, yep. because they get into those different spots. You know, last year, one of the iconic shots was left of uh, 10. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Over, over where uh, somebody was playing around in the rough. Play, <laughs> playing around. All right. Everyone, uh, enjoy your Tuesdays, your Wednesdays. I'm not sure. We may just hey, do a regular Friday show. What do you want to do? All you right, can make ahead. an argument that, that that I always say the 10th hole is the best hole at, at Tory, but that little corner, the office park corner, gave us the most stuff last year at uh, between the two tournaments. They gave us the Reed situation, and then they gave us uh, Mackenzie Hughes stuck in a tree on 11. That's true. Was Reed, that was 10? Are you sure? I think it was, it was 10 or 9. Okay. Okay. I think it was ten because he got up and down for par, right? We'll have to check the tape on that one. Yeah, I think I think he got up and down for sure. He I got thought up it was and like down. seven or something early. No, it was ten. It was okay. it was along the office park. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. Everyone enjoy your Tuesday, Wednesday. I think we'll be back with a regular Friday show. Flashback Friday. We'll have just two rounds to chew on from Tory Pines. All right. We'll be back. Talk to you later. <laughs>